Welcome to Mosaic, the EDC podcast. Mosaic is a place to explore pressing challenges in education, health, and economic opportunity with the EDC staff around the world. I'm your host, Brooke Knofsky, senior writer at EDC. With me today is Sherry Kessel-Schneider, a public health researcher at EDC. Since 2006, Sherry has directed the Metro West Adolescent Health Survey, a biennial survey of more than 40,000 students in grades 6 through 12 in communities surrounding Boston. The survey has produced valuable data about teen health behaviors, including smoking, bullying, and even social media use. In this podcast, Sherry offers her perspective on changes in teen smoking behavior and how schools are addressing new forms of smoking, like e-cigarettes and juuling. So Sherry, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You've been studying teen health since 2006 when you began work on the Metro West Adolescent Health Survey. How have teen smoking habits changed over the past decade? So we've been fortunate to find that teen smoking in the Metro West region of Boston has declined considerably since 2006, as it has in the state, um, in in the nation as well. Our data from the Metro West Adolescent Health Survey shows that lifetime use of cigarettes among high school youth decreased by two-thirds, from 35% to 13% from 2006 to 2016. So we've seen a really big decrease in use of conventional cigarettes. On the other hand, uh, we've seen a new trend in use of electronic cigarettes. We just started collecting data on that in 2014, Um, and what we found in our most recent survey in 2016 was that 28% of high school students have tried an e-cigarette, and 15% report using an e-cigarette in the past 30 days. But everything that we're hearing from school staff and parents and even teens themselves indicates that we will see a big jump when we collect our next round of data in 2018. Um, And a lot of this has to do with uh, the use of juuling, or the specific brand of the juul cigarette. So what is juuling and why has it become so popular among high school kids? So juuling is really the use of a specific brand of e-cigarettes called Juuls. And um, what's made it so popular is that the Juul e-cigarette is a really sleek uh, device. Um, it looks like a flash drive. Uh, you can charge it in your laptop just like a flash drive. Um, so it, it's kind of discreet. It doesn't look like a traditional cigarette in any way. And the Juul pods, which contain um, the liquid that students are vaping, comes in flavors like creme brulee and mango and mint and cucumber. And of course, as you can imagine, that would make them really appealing to kids. In addition to that, uh, the Juul e-cigarette contains nicotine salts, and those deliver nicotine in a way that's more efficient than typical e-cigarettes. One single Juul pod contains as much nicotine as an entire pack of cigarettes. Why are kids turning to Juuls as opposed to traditional cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of kids, frankly, uh, don't realize that there might be any health risks associated with juuling. Um, Some kids often don't even realize that juuls contain uh, nicotine. And so they really just aren't quite aware of the possibility that they might become addicted to nicotine. Or if they are aware that they contain nicotine, they don't tend to worry about that as much because it's not a traditional cigarette and they know that it doesn't have um, the same tar in it that a conventional cigarette has. So students are seeing it as being much lower risk than using a conventional cigarette, which in some cases is true, but on the other hand, there are some issues because kids who use an e-cigarette, who have never smoked a conventional cigarette before, are much more likely in the future to uh, try a conventional cigarette, and then that could lead to, um, you know, possibly addiction in the future. 
And now what role has social media played in um, expanding awareness about tooling or just sort of hooking kids on this new phenomenon? Mm -hmm. So we all know that use of social media has become um, ubiquitous, um, particularly among teens. And a lot of experts believe that the reason why juuling has caught on um, so quickly is because of social media. Now, the e-cigarette companies are not supposed to market to teens, but they do use social media to market, and they do market in ways that you know, might be appealing to teens. Um, in addition, teens themselves who are vaping or juuling are taking it upon themselves to post pictures of themselves vaping, doing tricks, um, showing how they use them, how they do it discreetly, and they're posting and sharing these videos themselves, um, creating them, posting them, sharing them, and so it's catching on very quickly. Um, and what kids are seeing on online is making it not only you know socially acceptable to vapor jewel, but it's actually making it seem desirable and cool. So, from a public health perspective, um, what do we know about the health effects of e-cigarettes and juuling? So that's a really good question, and I think. Um, one way to answer it is to say that we still don't know fully what the health effects um, of vaping or juuling are because they're so new. But what is known is that you know e-cigarettes are marketed as a safer alternative to smoking conventional cigarettes, and that appears to be true. They don't contain all of the tar that that is in conventional cigarettes, and so the effects they do seem to be safer. So for someone who's already smoking conventional cigarettes, for them to switch to to vaping is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. On the other hand, um, it would be better not to use any e-cigarettes at all. And the, some of the health effects that have been identified already, I mean, first of all, it's uh, nicotine, the potential for nicotine addiction. Nobody wants to become addicted to nicotine, and certainly you don't want your kids to become uh, addicted to nicotine. Um, but beyond that, um, some studies have shown that some of the vapors in e-cigarettes have unsafe levels of toxic metals like lead. Kids who use e-cigarettes um, might see start to see increases in coughing and wheezing and particular asthma symptoms. So the short answer is that we don't really know the full effects of vaping and e-cigarettes, but we don't want to find out by having a whole generation of kids growing up using those products. Earlier on, you mentioned that um, a lot of e-cigarette use and juuling especially is happening in schools. Mm -hmm. So how are schools dealing with this new phenomenon? Are they creating programs or policies? And, and have you talked to any schools about what's going on there? Mm -hmm. Sure, I have talked to a lot of schools about this because it, it seems to be one of the primary concerns for the school districts that I work with in the Metro West region. They know that kids are vaping and in particular juuling. They know that they're not they're not catching kids doing it nearly as much as they actually are. Um, they know it's happening in bathrooms, uh, locker rooms, hallways, and even in the classrooms. And I've talked to some teachers who have said, well, we don't see kids doing it, but we know that they're doing it. Um, it's really easy, especially with a jewel, just to blow the vapor into the sleeve of your um, shirt um, or into the collar of your shirt and to be doing it right in the classroom without a teacher knowing. And so teachers are fully aware. Sometimes kids get caught, but their teachers are aware that kids are doing it without without being caught. So what are schools doing to address this? Certainly, they're trying to be uh, more vigilant. They're trying to... Um, in some cases create rules to discourage kids from let's say going into the bathroom together and sharing a jewel and as I said before a jewel can contain as much as a pack of cigarettes so one kid with one jewel can share that and all of the kids can get a hit off of that you know the most important thing schools are doing right now is education for sure to help um, 
educate kids about what is in um, e-cigarettes because sometimes kids don't even realize that they contain nicotine. They think they're just smoking something with a flavor and they don't necessarily know about the harmful effects of nicotine um, on the adolescent brain. So they're educating them about that. Sometimes having educational campaigns to try to educate youth about the risks as well as educating their parents. In addition, um, there are even some, some schools that are requiring drug testing among kids caught vaping because they're concerned that um, in some cases kids can use e-cigarettes to be vaping THC um, from marijuana and um, sometimes even going to extremes as suspending kids for, um, for using vaping. But the most important thing that they can do besides all of these consequences is really to work on educating kids and to work on prevention. And then do you have any advice for parents about how they can begin talking to their kids about the dangers of e-cigarettes, uh, vaping, and, and chewing? And also, when should parents start having those conversations with their kids? Mm-hmm. So I do, I'm the mother of two high school daughters, and so I've had to have these conversations myself. When to have them, have them early. You want to make sure that you're talking to your kids early, even before middle school, because a lot of um, e-cigarette use is becoming popular in middle school. So you want to make sure you talk to your kids early about e-cigarettes, about the the risks, about what they contain, and to try to help them feel confident in, you know, making healthy choices and decisions. Great. Well, Sherry, thanks so much for joining me today and talking about this important issue. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mosaic. For more information about the Metro West Adolescent Health Survey or EDC's substance misuse programs, visit us online at edc.org.